Good evening, everyone. And my friends, let's, uh, let's take a look at this uh, gospel. We're going to go a bit deeper into it. Our first reading um, from our Old Testament reading, Moses urges the people to obey God's law. And uh, uh, that is something that is imposed from outside, uh, that is burdensome upon them. Uh, but it's something that springs up from inside themselves, for we are told that uh, it is written on the heart of every human person. And this will be uh, crucial as we interpret the gospel uh, of the Good Samaritan. In our second reading, St. Paul asserts uh, the absolute supremacy of Jesus Christ and of his sacrifice and everything he did and everything he said, every way he acted, and we are to do the same. And that brings us now into the gospel. We are told, a man was going down the road from Jerusalem to Jericho. It is 23 miles. At the juncture that the scripture is speaking about, it is about 3,000 feet. This is crucial for you to know to understand. Jesus simply says, a man. In other pieces of scriptures, Jesus really points out uh, there was this Jew. There was this Samaritan woman. There was this Seraphonician. Here he says, this man. But because we know where the territory is and the direction the man was walking, it is reasonable to assume that he was a Jew. But Jesus does not put any social or political or religious label upon the man. He just calls him a man. Was he a good man? Was he a bad man? Was he important? in the eyes of the world? Or was he unimportant in the eyes of the world? These questions are of little consequence. He was a human being. This is the point of Jesus. He is a human person. That's all that matters. He fell victim to robbers, Jesus said. These robbers in Jesus' time were violent men who prey upon the weak. This tells us Jesus lived in the real world. We know him as the Son of God. At that time, they didn't understand. But this tells us something about Jesus. He lived in the real world. He knew that such people existed. The robbers. We know about them, too. Then we're told a priest and a Levite saw him lying there. Here's what you need to know about the priest and the Levite. The priest is from the tribe of Aaron. He is a religious man, highly regarded. The Levite is also a religious man, but he is from uh, the descendants. Here's the thing. Neither one of them could touch a dead person. To touch a dead person is to be unclean in that time. They would not be able to go into the temple and offer service. However, if that man is not dead, they are under obligation by the law of Moses to assist. What did they do? They didn't bother to check. They simply went across the street. The priest and the Levite chose to ignore. 
They did not have the compassion of heart to stop, to even check, to see. Both of them are religious. Religion without compassion is a contradiction. It is a lie. A human person who does not show compassion is deficient. Because that is not how God created every human person. This is what the first reading is getting at. It is written on the heart of the human. Then we're told a Samaritan traveler came upon him. I know you know that the Jews and Samaritans don't get along. But you need to know something else about this. The Samaritans and the Jews were once one family. But because of war, they separated. And the Samaritans, even in that, still believed in the God of Abraham and Jacob and Isaac. They believed in the same God. They worshipped on different mountains because the Jews didn't like them anymore. The Samaritans offered to help rebuild the temple, and the Jews said no. So the Samaritans built their own. Once they did that, the Jews hated them. Also, in their time, Samaritan was synonymous with sinister. So they were not to be trusted. Jesus says, a Samaritan, you see, he didn't say another man came. He said, a Samaritan came upon him. He saw the wounded man, felt compassion for him, and went to his aid at once. The Samaritan did not worry about the trouble it was going to cost him. And you should know the Samaritan is in enemy territory. Remember where he's at. He's right by the Jewish, the big city. It would have been very easy for other Jews to point the finger and say, he's a Samaritan. He did it. He did this to that man. That was a very real possibility. He was not put off by the fact that the man was a Jew. He would have known by the way the man looked and was dressed. Even what, whatever garment was left that the robbers didn't take. At the start of the story, we know very little about the priest. We know very little about the Levite. And we know little about the Samaritan. At the end, we still do not know much about each one of them. But what we do know matters. And it mattered to God. We know the kind of people they were by their actions. Their characters have been revealed to us by Jesus. The priest and the Levite were self-centered. They could not claim we are doing this for religious reasons because they didn't even bother. When the crunch time came, they chose themselves over the other. The Samaritan, on the other hand, was a selfless person. 
He put the other person first. He went to see what he could do. The priest and the Levite were guilty of what we call sin of omission. Sins of omission may be one's worst sin. That we think that as long as we do not do harm to another, that we are okay. But perhaps each one of you have watched someone be hurt through word or deed and did not intervene on their behalf. None of my business. I don't want to get involved. It's too much trouble. There are people who think they stay clean by distancing themselves from anyone who is in trouble or in need. This is what the priest and the Levite did. The Samaritan was a compassionate and caring person. Folks like the character of the Samaritan are special and so needed in our world. Such people are what Jesus would call the salt of the earth and light for the world. The Samaritan did not care out of a sense of duty. He cared because his heart would not allow him to do otherwise. The first reading. It was written upon his heart, and it welled up. He knew what to do. Every human person has the capacity to care. Every human person has the capacity for compassion. And small opportunities cross our paths every day to act upon it. It is within our power to say a kind word, to offer sympathy to someone who is in mourning and suffering, to give a little support to somebody. These are the little drops of oil and wine. If you don't know, back in their time, they thought wine was uh, like rubbing alcohol. And it was, it has alcohol. And they thought oil had healing property. It didn't. But they thought it. And it was expensive. And the man is pouring it upon his enemy. He was trying to take some of the pain away. My friends, perhaps the road from Jerusalem to Jericho represents the road of life in symbolism from the gospel. At the end of the story, Jesus says to the lawyer, who is a scholar of the law, he knows the law. For him, there is only one way to righteousness, that is following the law to the word. The lawyer has no idea he's speaking to the Son of God, and yet that he will test him. The lawyer knows the law thoroughly, and how to apply it. What don't you know here? That the lawyer knows and that Jesus knows. In their time, neighbor. Neighbor meant one's own kin. That would mean for you, 
people of Gig Harbor. Outside of family, people of Gig Harbor. Anyone else? Not a neighbor. This is the intelligent one who knows the law and how to apply it. No wisdom, no compassion. At the end of the story, Jesus says to the lawyer, who was the neighbor to the victim? And the lawyer can't even bring himself to say the name, Samaritan. He says to Jesus, the one who showed mercy. That is the neighbor. And Jesus says, go and be like him. When that lawyer admitted, the one who showed mercy, not even be able to say Samaritan, that's how hated he was. With that admission, Jesus opens up the notion of neighbor for all time to include people of every race, of every creed, of every color, of every religion, of every political persuasion. These words that are spoken uh, to the lawyer are spoken to us. My friends, guess what? You and I are on that road still. And Jesus will say to us, do as the Samaritan did. We are his disciples. We are to carry out his command. Are you ready to do that? Yeah.